Mike, there's a chance that, the three, uh, that episode 300 will be, sorry, 250 will be somewhere around the shootings. Oh. <laughs> This, and this, and this has happened before, Mike, because sometimes, like like when we're going to Saudi and it's just bang, 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 we've had this in the past where it was big, like cracking another hundo along with another big show, maybe around a mania or yeah. something like that. It has, has happened before, and I don't know the math until it's it stops, it's like until there starts being a large gap between big shooty, <laughs> big Shoot Brothers events, 236. Yeah. Well, we'll get there soon. Yeah, we'll get there Before soon you. enough. Myself, Cameron Osborne, uh, and also Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Woohoo! <laughs> Woo! Who? <laughs> Welcome back to another week here. Summer Slam. A couple weeks from now, that's still popping along. Uh, we're still ha- we 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 still have this all in show, which I hear is massively sold out. Or massive, massive amounts of tickets have been distributed amongst the the local population. Yeah, I mean, at this, that's like seventy thousand around. That's so, insane. Uh, I mean, it's already going to be one of the biggest wrestling events ever. Uh, you know, yeah, only a few WrestleManias top it. So, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a big fucking deal. We don't even know a single match yet. Less than a month away. away. Don't know a single match, and it might be the biggest uh, professional wrestling show that we've ever seen. That that is three things that are odd to be in the same sentence together, but it's happening to us later on. Uh, So let's get into the show. Let's kick off the show by crowning a brand new Tweety League champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. <laughs> after uh, we after missing out on last week's award, or just you know there was there was nothing going on. Hey folks, sometimes mag- you can't st- magic doesn't strike twice, lightning doesn't strike twice. Yeah, you can't force it. <clears throat> That's true. You can't force it. Uh, but ESPN tweeting out today a list of the uh, a list of the most unbreakable records, and this is by the ESPN staff. Mike and I would I, I want to list in all of sports. Okay. I'm I'm going to list off uh I'm I mean there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but I'm going to list off some and you kind of give me a yay nay uh if if it would be beatable. Ready? Okay. So first off, uh, Jerry Rice, wide receiver, 22,895 career receiving yards. That feels beatable. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> yeah, that's probably the one I would know the least about. Yeah. But Jerry Rice isn't that old, right? So it's not like it's... It's not even that old. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Uh, but what about still- Wayne Gretzky's 1,963 career assists? No, I don't think that's possible. That's never going to be beatable. Uh, what about Cy Young, pitcher, 749 complete games? That's, f- uh, that's, <laughs> that's <unbeatable>. fucked. <laughs> that is unbeatable. Because people like baseball today's way too. Like, yeah. The, uh, the last year, a guy had a perfect game in the seventh inning, and they pulled him. Yeah. So they didn't even let him finish the game. So. What about uh? What about Wilt Chamberlain's fifty point four points per game in a single season? No, no. I mean, it can't happen. So many guys, if they get fifty points, that's the best night of their whole career, and he did that every day for a season. <laughs> Every day. What about the Boston Celtics? Just eight championships in a row. No, I don't think that's possible. No. Either. There's too much parody in sports, too, too many much. teams in the league. How about uh, Cal Ripken, 2,632 consecutive games played in the major leagues? 
No, that's another one. It's impossible. Players um, get load management and rest. Now. Yeah, of course. The uh, the Yukon Huskies women's basketball team, 111 game winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty hard to do along the way. Something would fuck up. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say no, but I know very little about women's yeah. basketball. We have Ricky Henderson's 1,406 career stolen bases. Probably not going to happen. No, with uh, like is, is it the, the MLB rules have fucked us up. Yeah. I mean, I guess, they, I don't know. They changed them. I think they made it slightly easier this year with, like, bigger bases mm -hmm. and shit. Oh, okay. Like, maybe, maybe. Uh, we have Michael Phelps, 28 Olympic medals. Now, that's a lot of medals. <laughs> I don't know who's second in line, but that would physically yeah. weigh down your neck if you were to affix them all onto your shoulder blades. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I think the only way someone could do it would be another swimmer, because you can do, like, ten events. Or, yeah, maybe gymnastics. A, or gymnastics, yeah. So, I don't know. I'll say probably not. <laughs> probably not. Um, and finally, The Undertaker, 21-0, <laughs> WrestleMania, unbeatable. I mean, it should have, that's where it should have ended, right there, 21-0. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, what, what did it take? What did it? I mean, it technically ended twenty-two and two, which is still a yeah. a a in terms of twenty-four WrestleMania. That is a great record still. Yeah, I think just go. You could just say, "Will anyone ever win twenty-two WrestleMania matches?" Which even that, just being on twenty-two WrestleMania, even just that, even yeah, being on twenty-two WrestleMania cards is insane. Um, but there you go, ESPN Twilio Champion with a list of what they believe to be unbeatable sports records. And uh, I, I have to agree. I'd have to agree on probably most of the list. Yeah. No, those are all, uh, yeah, pretty legit. <laughs> uh, there you have it. Many more. Many more, but there you have it. Way to uh, kick off the show. So let's get into uh, let's get into the actual wrestling action. How about this week's edition of SmackDown Live? Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Starting off with that fatal four-way. Uh, for the this whole mini tournament for the U.S. titles, you got Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Cameron Grimes, and L.A. Knight, who once again, I mean, he comes out before the match, does a promo. Everyone loves him. There's thousands of yeah signs in the crowd. Uh, and and I I I heard that the L.A. Knight has the second through fifth best-selling T-shirt right now. Cody Rhodes is one. Yeah, and at least even slightly better. I think L.A. Knight now has one. Cody has two. L.A. Knight has three, four, five. Yes, <laughs> take that, Cody. So, I mean, what the fuck does the guy got to do to get a push around here? I know. But, uh, <laughs> I know. I hope. I, I mean, hope he's. And I, I. It feels like he is getting uh, Bray Wyatt the Fiend level of merch sales. <laughs> he better be in on a cut. They, they these boys better get a cut. Yeah, they definitely get a percentage. Uh, yeah, you can probably negotiate higher and lower. In your Depending country, on who you are, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's gotta be. You gotta take notice one way or another. 
so yeah, all throughout the match, everyone's loving L.A. Knight. I feel a little bad for Cameron Grimes, who, you know, he's getting crickets <laughs> out there just because they don't know him like we do from NXT. What we uh, he had the big, sh um, like for a debut match, beat uh, Squash and Corbin. Yeah, and then Everyone. since then, not much TV action that I can really remember, if any. <clears throat> yeah, remember it was him and LA Knight that had that <clears throat> great feud over the million dollar title. Um, of course, the, the whole yeehaw to the moon thing. Now, Grim Grimy yeah. feels like he has no gimmick. Yeah, ever since he trimmed the beard, yeah. just you know he's lost the luster. <laughs> lost the <anyways>. luster. Anyways, <laughs> match is going good. At one point, LA Knight hits a burning hammer on Sheamus, which is very surprising to see that move. <clears throat> a legendary move in Japan. But what is it? A not uh, allowed? I mean, they do it the safe way in Japan. They like drop you on your head. <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't think it's outright banned or anything. It's just a rare move you don't see very Right, often. okay, It's like okay. a super finisher. Okay. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, L.A. Knight, he's also doing this, like, people's elbow variant now, where he just does L.A. Knight and then hits the Yeah, ropes. leaning into the I'm the Rock thing. Yeah. Uh, but then Sheamus hits Knight with the brogue kick. Grimes hits Sheamus the cave-in off the top rope, and then Ray slides in, hits a Hurricane Rana. On Grimes, holds him down for the three, so Rey Mysterio gets the win. And nobody's happy. I mean, like you said, what does a guy have to do to get a push around here? We and we yeah. we we had uh, this in the bag last week, Mike. We had said without a doubt, so LA Knight wins. <laughs> Summer Slam's coming. He's gonna go for the title, and I mean, now he's he's not even gonna be on the card at this rate, which is. Crime. If it, shirts you can a, and after not being on Mania, now you're not on SummerSlam. And we yeah, all know that Cody's going to win the Rumble so he can fucking take Roman on again. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's still one more episode of SmackDown where some bullshit could happen and he could backdoor his way in. But as of right now, uh, this Friday, Rey Mysterio faces Escobar. Winner gets to fight Theory. So... I mean, at the very least, you got some LWO on LWO action, but yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if LA Night chance breakout during that match just to stick it to just him. yeah, because it was kind of what we wanted, even just to give him the match. Yeah, exactly. Even <sighs> just a chance. Hot damn. Anyways, yeah. Charlotte takes on Io Sky. Pretty big match that they're giving us here, and uh, yeah, things were going well. Uh, Bailey jumps up, causes a distraction, but then all of a sudden Shotzi appears on the screen, just laughing, calling out Bailey. Bailey gets freaked out, runs off. So Eo's like, "What the fuck?" Uh, yeah, so that distracts her. Charlotte jumps in. Eventually, uh, Charlotte hits the spear. Eo kicks out, does a top rope Hurricane Rana, but Charlotte kicks out of that and then hits the natural selection. So Charlotte gets the pinfall. Ended up being a pretty good match. Of course, these guys did. These guys, these guys went at it. Um, I think they were in a triple threat <laughs> back in the NXT day. Yeah, that's when EO first won the title. But yes, uh, yeah, match was fun. Bailey's still fucking with EO, costing her a bit. So just waiting for that cash in now. Just waiting for that cash in. And it, 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 do we think uh, she would cash in on on Charlotte? 
Um, <laughs> you're making an assumption there that Charlotte has to hold the title first. But Good point. I mean, that's sooner than later. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> SummerSlam, you know, maybe it doesn't matter who wins at SummerSlam. I think there's a good chance she cashes in there. Okay, cool. Yeah, we need a big, the, the big cash-in moment, of course. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we see, uh, yeah, Theory takes on Escobar after this. Uh, yeah, nothing too crazy. We might see this match again in a week or two, so it's kind of weird. That they were yeah, so, here, so, and Sid Barrett, um, Barrett Sid really, Barrett. yeah, Sid Barrett. <laughs> Pink Floyd. Exactly. Uh, he <laughs> also noticed the 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 strangeness of Theory wanting a non-title match against Escobar. I don't know. Yeah, like you just said, it's weird. We're getting it next week. Yeah. Uh, so. Hmm. So. Anyways, they both stand up on the very top rope. Escobar hits a big leaping hurricanrana and then follows up with the Phantom Driver. And that gives him the three count. So Escobar gets the big win, but uh, he has to do it again in two weeks. I was about to say, remember, we said non-title, folks. See, this is why you got to pay attention to the details here on commentary. Uh, Then we got a little backstage. We see Bobby Lashley having a meeting with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. So between that and the Street Profits last week, that could be a hell of a... We're building a Hurt Business (laughs) 2.0. Yeah, that's a hell of an upgrade if you got those four guys in your fucking well, you know, next it, judgment day. I was going to say, if the bloodline's coming to a close <laughs> or whatever, it has to eventually. We need to build up that next. Between bloodline and the judgment day, we're two for two in terms of our last big, big old fucking factions. Yeah. Let's just go three for three. Yeah, so I'm liking it. I'm liking this tease. I'm liking the group. Yep. Uh, yeah. Cedric and Shelton, I'm sorry. You're not allowed. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So earlier in the night, Rhea and Dominic were getting interviewed, and Dom's still bragging about his title win. Butch walks up, challenges him, and Dominic's like, "Sorry, man, nobody here from NXT can sanction that." Shawn Michaels walks up, says, "Make the match." So uh, that's exactly. And this happens whenever a guy like, uh, or uh, they have they have a a legend or just anybody kind of pop their head in and then start talking. The crowd pop always covers up what they're saying. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They need to step, Sean. You should know this. Hickenbottom, listen. You need to step into frame. Wait yeah. like two Wait seconds. seconds. Yeah, look around, kind of like oh, boo hoop de derp de derp. Like Kramer used to do when he'd slide in the Cr- apartment. There's Michael the Richards was great <laughs> at a lot of things and bad at one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Be like Michael Richards in all of the ways <laughs> except the one. <laughs> <laughs> and wait a couple <laughs> seconds. Yeah, this is this is some one on one stuff. <laughs> so we get that match, North American title, Dominic versus Butch. Tons of heat for Dom. Uh, at one point, Rhea hands him a chain to use as a weapon, but then Ridge Holland runs out, yanks it away. Pretty deadly come out. Uh, Prince is in a wheelchair because of his separated shoulder, but Ridge doesn't like them being here, so he. Uh, goes after them. Kit runs away. Prince is all alone, but then stands up, sprints to the back. So, all this chaos going on. Rhea Ripley gets left by herself, attacks Butch, 
while the ref's distracted. And then Dom throws Butch into the ring post, stacks him up, gets the three count, retains the belt. Way to go, Dom. Way to go, Dom. One for uh, his first successful title defense. Yeah. Love it. Love it. You love to see guys like that. Yeah. Uh, So that was the last match, but there was one more segment. Jey Uso comes out, followed by the bloodline. They got to go over the rules of engagement for the match uh, between Jey and Roman. Uh, Yeah, you know, Jey's got to do this for his brother, Jimmy, in the hospital. He's got to follow through. And Roman says, you're just a pawn, signs the contract. Jay grabs the contract and says, we don't even need this. The contract's in the blood. This is tribal combat now. Uh, So no rules. Anything goes. Roman says, let's do it. Uh, And then, yeah, he's got the title on the table. And then he puts his tribal lay on the table as well. So implying that it's more than just the belt on the line. Well, yeah, it's it's to be the head of the table. Yeah, exactly. So. Reigns and Jay, they shake hands after. They stare each other down a bit. Roman goes to leave. Solo goes for a sneak attack on Jay, but Roman stops him. Showing a slight bit of honor here because, uh, you know, Samoan rules. The elders have dictated. They must, uh, yeah, obey the rules. <laughs> wow, what a way to end the show. I mean, it's just every, every, every week, this is what I'm looking forward to, I think, for the whole week. Honestly, like if I could pick, if you if you could pick one thing, it's just this, right? If you had to, uh, yeah, I'm saying to gun pick, yeah, to your yeah. head, one thing. <laughs> yeah, this would be it. This, this is, is it. Most consistent. And we will be attending SmackDown, I guess, three, two weeks, three weeks, three weeks after SummerSlam. But oh, no, sorry, two weeks after. Summer. Two weeks after SummerSlam, but we have to be a part of this in some way, right? Like, which Uso can't come to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it ends at SummerSlam, the storyline, so I'm sure we'll Well, Roman will still be... I, Yeah, will Roman still be champion after SummerSlam? Probably, I think. But the more I think that Jay dethroning him is cool, it I, 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 I can convince myself of it. I mean, yeah. Can you I convince can yourself myself. of it? <laughs> I've done it three times already, so I can do it. Again. Wait, wait, which ones? <laughs> well, you know, Drew and Sammy and Cody. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I never really believed Sammy was going to win, even though I wanted him to. Yeah, Sammy and but Drew. Drew, and Cody? Drew, I thought Drew was going to win. At least, yeah, I guess I did think he was going to win. Yeah, especially watching the match when he hits that final claymore. You're like, he's got it, my God. And then Solo shows up for the first time. History. God, but. history could have been made. <laughs> but that was- I feel like that's going to happen again. They're going to make us believe Jay's going to get so close. And then, but anyway, we'll save that for our SummerSlam preview. God, God uh, damn. Uh, one, yeah. One quick fun fact. Uh, so Dominic, that was technically the main event match he was in, defending against Butch. Okay. Which makes him the first wrestler in history to compete in the main event of Raw, NXT, and SmackDown in the same week. Wow. Didn't somebody recently... Somebody recently did the appear on... The yeah, people... Have, people have done that. Yeah, he wrestled in the main event. Wow. 
thing, yeah. So Way to go, Dirty Dom. He's a busy man. He really is. Congratulations to Dirty Dom on your big main event week. Uh, we'll come back to you in a little bit. So let's move on over to the very next day over on AW Collision. Uh, in the aftermath of this Owen Hart tournament, show opening up with Ricky Starks doing his little massive pyro display um brag you know bragging about his 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 uh, own car Owen Hart win uh before CM Punk showing up like we could assume yeah. he would yeah so the crowd you know Ricky was acting a bit heelish bragging about his Louis Vuitton bag and his Prada shoes but you know the crowd still loves him they're cheering and when Punk comes out, he gets a lot of booze once again. Uh, but, yeah, Punk's not mad. He's cheated before. So is everyone else. So, uh, And then, you know, the crowd's booing him. So he says, oh, yeah, maybe if the New Jersey Devils cheated, they'd make it out of the first round. Yeah, he started going. He started leaning into more Healy stuff, getting some big booze. But, I mean, the New Jersey Devils beat the Rangers in the first round this year. So... He doesn't even know his hockey. Oh, really? Huh. Well, hey, fooled me. But, fooled me. I mean, they still booed. I'm sure half the people there didn't remember. So. so, anyways, Punk says he can live with the loss, but can Ricky live with the win, knowing he can't beat Punk without cheating? Uh, so, Punk goes to leave. Ricky calls him out for carrying that bag around, and Punk claims he's the real world champ. Crowd boos. Because, uh, I mean, you're not. You got hurt. You bitched out. You were disgracefully stripped of the title. You're not the champ. <laughs> disgracefully. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony Khan didn't even mention your name the next night. He just says, we're going to crown a new We're going to crown a new cha- I want a new champion. When the dome make me sick. <laughs> uh, Christian Luchasaurus comes out. They say, this is taking too long. We're the TNT champion. We are the faces of TNT. And Darby Allen interrupts. Because uh, the previous night on Rampage, he won a shot at the TNT title, and uh, yeah, so he wants to win, or I guess his shot is at All Out, or I don't know, that's what he was, it's over a month away, so I don't know what their plan is, but we end up booking a tag match for later with Darby Punk versus Ricky and Christian, uh, yeah, and that was it. Yeah, that was about it there. Yeah kind of weird the vibe i mean the crowd is the opposite of the characters but you know that happens in wrestling <laughs> yeah and i think this whole uh, yeah it's, cm punk has not been the biggest part of collision yet. yeah you know uh which is fine so let's get to the people who we care about the tag team we got bullet club gold that's who i on. care about Let's fucking go. <laughs> Nothing has spelled yeah. collision more than fucking tag team wrestling for half of the show. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally they are sometimes. The two best matches in collision history, I'd say. I, well, one of the so. best matches in on Canadian soil, some others would say. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of good things going on there, but uh so yeah, BCG taking on action Andretti, Darius Martin. Uh just another good match here. Uh, yeah, the Bullet Club Gold quickly establishing themselves as one of the top teams here on Collision. Yeah, and I like... Guns in their corner. And, and they have a name. They have one yeah. song. They have ent- they have the one entrance thing. 
<laughs> so immediately they're awesome. Yeah, so and they get the win as they should. Jay White hits the Blade Runner. So him and Juice continue to impress. Yeah, Jay White on an incredible tear over the last little while. Yeah, really, the, the debut of Collision it was a turning point for the both of them, at least in how I felt. Well, yeah, I think like, they... I, I, I knew I they think, were good wrestlers, but they never got to show it. I think they've been on every episode. I think so, yeah. So, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Miro the Destroyer taking on Nick Camarado. Two big dudes. Camarado attacks during Miro's entrance, but Miro fights back and quickly squashes him. Puts him in the game over, gets the tap out win. Yep, uh, Miro, a guy who, yeah, collision guy who, I, I, we definitely hasn't been as prominent or seen as much as uh, as Bullet Club Gold. He's getting those kind of squash wins right now. He's chugging those out. <coughs> yeah, I want to see him try to get back in that TNT title picture. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a great place. That's a great place yeah, for him one to of be. The last good runs mm-hmm. was his. Yeah. Anyways, we got the trios titles on the line. The House of Black versus the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn. Uh, feels like we haven't had as much of the trios titles in a little while. No, we've been seeing Buddy. This- we've Well, we've been seeing uh, Andrade El Idolo go through the House of Black. He was Brody King, and then he took Buddy Matthews on. So we've seen... And did they? Was this, was this the uh, House Rules match? I don't remember the lights... Or anything being different. I I also do not recall, but yeah, I don't remember it having special rules. So maybe they dropped that. Maybe not. Maybe it's not every match. But uh, yeah. So anyways, House of Black acclaimed Billy Gunn trios titles on the line. Uh, it never really gets going here. Billy Gunn just gets dominated, hits with the black mass, and House of Black win in under five minutes. So a little bit unexpected to go that short with how the acclaim's been booked. Mm-hmm. But the ending was also pretty weird because uh, Malachi Black kind of stays in the ring. He's sitting down talking to Billy, showing him some respect, a little hug. And Billy is just really upset, starts unlacing his boots like he's about to retire. And the crowd chants, you still got it. They don't want him to go. But Billy leaves his boots in the ring and just brushes past the acclaimed. So. Was this hmm. the was this the reti- this is famously the retirement message? I mean, it is, but if this is a real retirement, I think he could have had a little bit. And what a better. weird way to go out! And if it's a work, then you know, you can only go to that well so many times. Yeah, you get you get two. It one week. You get oh yeah, he <laughs> left his boots in there. Yeah, we all knew. We're like, there's no way you're retiring. <laughs> no fucking way. But, yeah. Anyways, we'll see what happens. I mean, if he's, you know, he's like fucking 58. Yeah, you you can just stop wrestling. You don't have to, quote, retire. You don't don't have to put your boots in the ring. Just, like, don't come back in. The part with Malachi is what makes me think it might be real. Because, like, the way he embraced him, like, oh, thank you for the honor of your last match or something. Oh, good point. Yeah, there's a lot of honor. Yeah. Uh, FTR come up for an interview with Tony, get a big pop, start talking about their upcoming title defense against MJF and Cole. And, you know, they understand the fans like those guys, but they've got first-hand experience dealing with MJF and all his bullshit. People like him take wrestling as a joke. 
We don't need these dumb comedy skits on a wrestling show, but the crowd, they're not having this. They start chanting double clothesline. They want to see these boys. FTR is like, all right, next week we're going to give them the beating they deserve. And, uh, I mean, that's it. I don't think the promo went quite the way FTR wanted with the crowd, but Mm -hmm. Cole and Max, they're just so damn good. You know, the crowd will pick them over one of the best teams, FTR. Seems like there's uh, a few teams that the tag div- I, I hate to say it. Is tag wrestling back here in AW? Is it back? <laughs> Hope so. We had a little bit of a lull there with the guns as yep. the champ for longer than we expected. Just a little too yeah, hopefully. long. Yes. Hopefully, yeah. Between Cole and Max and the Bullet Club Gold and the Lucha Brothers are back from Ring of Honor. So, yeah, hopefully things will be. <laughs> They're back from Ring of Honor like like it was a prison sentence. <laughs> I mean, it felt like it. we didn't see them for a few months. They were just... <laughs> yeah, I guess they were champs over there. Yeah. Anyways, Sky Blue takes on Taya Valkyrie. Taya playing the heel, just mocking Sky and getting some heat. Uh, Sky tries to fight back, but Valkyrie just pulls her arms uh, and hits a curb stomp. Stomps her face into the mat. Taya gets the win. And yeah, easy enough. Easy enough for Ty Valkyrie. She's getting more time, getting more time on TV, building up the next women's superstar. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know after Dynamite. Maybe. This main event for Collision, we got Christian Cage, Ricky Starks taking on Darby Allen, CM Punk, uh, Christian and Ricky arguing over who's gonna start. So they're already on the wrong foot, but. This one got a lot of time. It was like 25 minutes, but I mean, it was a lot longer of a 25 minutes than FTR and Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, it was a long. It felt <laughs> like 25 minutes. Yeah, you know, you never want the match. To, was, you never want the match to feel like it's long. You just want it to be yeah. long and for the fans to say, like, I can't believe it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or but, there, or there's uh, two I different, mean, there's two different inflections of that. There's like, I can't believe it's still going, and I can't <laughs> believe it's still going. Like it really depends <laughs> on how you say it. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it was still okay. The crowd cheered when Darby tagged in. They booed when Punk tagged back, and uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. at least the crowd was hot and lots of chanting and. Uh, Darby goes for a springboard. Ricky hits him midair with a spear. Then he hits the Rochambeau, but Darby kicks out. Uh, and then outside the ring, Punk and Christian start brawling, which distracts the ref. Luchasaurus jumps in, uh, knocks Darby. Ricky goes for the Rochambeau. Darby counters into a pin. Ricky counters that into his own pin, grabs onto the ropes, gets a three count. So Ricky and Christian get the win. And CM Punk on a bit of a losing streak. I love it. Well, especially in uh, in all this tag action that he's a part of. Yeah. He's already, like, doubled his total AEW losses in a month. <laughs> I uh, I love the way that Excalibur says, Rochambeau! I love the way he says that. <laughs> um, and it actually made me think. I've never thought about... 
um, like a finisher of the year, I, I guess, you know, it's it's the way that it's able to be performed. It's the way that the maneuver can be performed upon you, but it's also the way that maybe the the commentary team sells it. I don't know. It, it kind of opened up the, the whole category for me in ways that I never even thought was possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can take anything into account. That's kind of the it. thing, right? But that was the entirety of Collision. Tune in next week for hopefully more CM Punk losses. Let's move on through the weekend (laughs) over to Monday Night Raw. Let's get The B Show. There I said it. The B-Show. Show opens up with uh, Rhea Ripley, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor all in the ring um, talking for a little bit before bringing out our North America, NXT North American champion, Dominic Mysterio, Dirty Dom, arriving to the, nor- heat. Arriving to the normal chorus <laughs> of booze that we're used to. And, uh, try- and every, every second he was on the microphone again. I hope you know yeah, it's it's, it's a shame. Even hear it's a shame that we won't get to see him. It's a shame that I won't get to boo Dominic in in this I kind mean, of you run. Never know. You know, I mean, yeah, you're right. You are you you never know. You are right. If he's still the North American champ, he could hop over. He did it last week. You're right. But, you're right. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, we'll we'll see. It'd be a nice surprise. Uh, but yeah, eventually Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they interrupt. Tell Dom to shut your mouth. Dom says he will not be disrespected. Sammy says, well, no one disrespects you anyways, but if you want to earn some, you'll defend that North American title against me tonight. And then Rhea Ripley accepts the match on Dom's behalf. He's not that big not one. scared of nothing. Nope. Uh, then we got Becky Lynch taking on Zoe Stark. If Becky wins, she gets her rematch against Trish. But if she loses, she gets thank you Trish tattooed on her chest. Right, and so. there were no specifics <laughs> regarding like the font or how big it yeah, has to well, be. Well, I think we all knew that's not happening, so they don't really need to. Get like into where it. on the but. chest, kind of like upper chest, does it have to be across like the the top of it? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, Trish Stratus tries to interfere, but Becky just uh, yeah fights through the bullshit, knocks Trish off the apron. Uh, catches Zoe with the manhandle slam, gets the win. So Becky gets her rematch. Fantastic. I was worried yeah, there for a second that, that she'd have to get <laughs> a tattoo. No. Thank God. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out for a promo, gets the big ovation, lots of Cody chants, just talks about Lesnar. He made a mistake not finishing Cody off when he had the chance, so... SummerSlam, he wants to embarrass Lesnar. Yeah, exactly. You did. You did this. Uh, my mom. What do you want to talk about? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Adrenaline. <laughs> we know the gimmick, folks. Yeah. We get it. We've seen AEW before. We know the gimmick. <laughs> uh, so let's go to that North American title match. Dominic defending against Sami Zayn. Judgment Day hanging out at re- ringside. So yeah, Rhea gets a couple shots in on Sami. Uh, Priest shoves him off the top rope, so Kevin Owens goes after him, but he gets caught by the ref, so the ref ejects Owens. Judgment Day start laughing at him, but the ref says, no, no, you too, so everyone's gone. Uh, Dominic's upset, 
Sammy hits him with a Michinoku driver and then a blue thunderbomb for big two counts. Uh, Dominic hits 619, but Sammy kicks out. Dom goes for frog splash. Sammy gets the knees up, and then he's ready to hit the haluva kick. But Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest show up once again on the ramp with Owens. He's all beaten down, which distracts Sammy. So Dominic rolls him up, grabs the tights, gets the three. Dominic wins once again. Thank God. Yeah. You know, we all love Sammy Zayn, but Dominic, the heat. He's got to keep this going. Yeah, nuclear level. Uh, shooty front runner most booed. I mean, I think this might be a... Dominic is doing things for the shooties that we've just never seen before out of certain categories. <laughs> you know, yeah, like... I mean, he's... Uh, you know, can you, you know, most booed, but not least over? <laughs> like, he's over booed. I mean, yeah, it's very different. Very different things. very over. He's so over because of yeah, the booze. So, I don't know. Either way, he's certainly in the running for some shooties. Uh, so, yeah, love to see it. Yeah. Hopefully, After that. Hopefully, we can see more. So, yeah. Well, we will. Tommaso Ciampa takes on Bronson Reed. And it ended up being a pretty good match. They got more time than I thought. Uh, yeah, at one point, Ciampa hits the uh, air raid crash on a big man like Bronson. That got a big pop. Uh, but he kicks out. And then Nakamura comes out, starts talking trash to Ciampa because they've been beefing for a couple weeks, which distracts Ciampa. Bronson hits a shoulder tackle off the apron, and then back in the ring, he hits the tsunami to get the win. Yeah, quick one for a guy like this who has to keep winning matches. Remember, this is Mr. Money in the Bank. Oh, sorry, what? no, sorry, my, my bad, my bad. I was looking at, I was looking at the wrong match. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Rhea Ripley takes on Liv Morgan. Liv looking to get some revenge for last week when Rhea injured Raquel, costing the tag titles, but. Uh, Rhea's one step ahead, attacks Liv during her entrance, beats her down with a chair, wraps it around her arm, and just stomps the chair, crushing Liv's arm. And She screams in pain as officials rush out, but Rhea, Rhea grabs the chair, does it a second time, so... Uh, big booze for Rhea, who, you know, she gets her fair amount of cheers, but... I recently saw that Rhea Ripley is at some 400-plus now days uh, unpinned. Wow. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty good streak she's got going. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk streak. <laughs> uh, Ricochet comes out next, uh, talks about Logan Paul. Everyone knows he doesn't belong here. You may have had a few special moments, but I'm special every week. Logan's an arrogant little prick. And then he finally officially challenges him to a match at SummerSlam. That's when Logan shows up, uh, attacks, attacks him from behind, pulls out his phone, starts streaming, say, say, says he accepts the challenge, and then insults the crowd. But Ricochet pops back up, super kicks him down, followed by a standing shooting star press. So Ricochet stands tall. Yeah, they are going to have a very, very rehearsed match. It's going to be good, though. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a big crazy spot or two. Uh, and, you know, and, no and, you know, that way Logan can get a win and Ricochet can, you know, maybe make a submission for selling of seller of the year. 
<laughs> Remember, brand brand new category. There's no precedent before, you know. I mean, yeah, anything can happen. I mean, spot of the year too. He's certainly capable. Of spot of the year. That's true. Uh, let's go to what you alluded to earlier, Mr. Money in the Bank. Damian Priest takes on Apollo Cruz. So I think we all know what happens here. South of heaven, Damian gets the win, as he should. Yeah, sorry, I was I was looking at the wrong the wrong thing. It's all good. All good. Earlier, I just got uh, I just got Judgment Day on the brain. Yeah, I mean they're all over the show. They're uh, they are. They say they run raw, and they are correct. They they do. Someone needs to get... keep this show on the road. <laughs> Gunther and Drew McIntyre come out for a face-to-face. Drew dares him to put the Intercontinental title on the line tonight. Gunther says, I brought prestige back to this title. I'm not going to defend it in front of these degenerates, but uh, I'll do it at SummerSlam. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, looking forward to that. That should be pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, adding to this big show here, we're in Detroit, so a bunch of nut jobs already. And I'm gonna guess, are we at probably at the football stadium? I think. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm not actually. Sure. Now that I'm now that I'm thinking, I don't know. About it. I don't know if it's like a big. Yeah, I'm not sure. What to look at? Because see, I, I I was expecting that same that look that we now have come to expect. The you little. Know? Yeah. Yeah, the curved ramp. Uh, exactly. Let me take a quick. Look. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's the it's Ford it's the Fields. it's the home of the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it is. Cool. Yeah, like sixty thousand something. So yeah, that's good yeah, that's gonna be that be big good. that big, big capacity. Ooh, uh record attendance, WrestleMania twenty three, eighty thousand, one hundred and three. Mike, who main evented WrestleMania 80, who main evented Ra- WrestleMania twenty three? Oh, it's John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, <laughs> you sicko. You sicko. It broke my heart. Shawn Michaels, my favorite of all time in the main event. For the title, one more title run, and no, John Cena slashed my hopes. Ah, jeez. And this was at the peak of John Cena hate when, you know, well, before he became... Well, because you were coming years. off the high of the Donald Trump-Mr. McMahon feud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> same, same pay-per-view. Yeah, they're actually on the cover. They're, they're, they're the yeah, headline. No, that's when Vince got his head shaved. Wow. For the match. Wow. History. Uh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, bad memories there. No. <laughs> but a big show, eighty thousand. You know that's. If SummerSlam could do that, eighty thousand. Probably not. I don't think. But I'd say fifty plus. I don't know. Let's see what it's set up for. Yeah. Uh. Anyways. Uh. So. After the whole Drew and Gunther thing, Drew challenges Kaiser to a match, so they have a good little match. Those vicious chops. Stiff, stiff strikes all over the place. Uh, but eventually, Drew hits the Claymore, gets the win. Right after Imperium jump him. So Matt Riddle runs out to make the save. And this may be the first time I've ever seen Riddle wearing pants. Looks so weird oh. seeing him in jeans. Here. <laughs> I don't think I noticed that. Uh, yeah, I've never seen him. I don't think I've seen him with shoes or anything. He's always just in his little Speedo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, you, well, you know how everybody speedo. needs those three looks. You know, you need your in-ring, <laughs> you're walking down to your, yeah. your I'm surprised, but I can still fight, and your I'm not fighting. You need all three looks. I mean, some guys, though, they always just come out in their gear. 
Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, the, I, I feel like the lower down the pole you are, the more likely you are just to be always in your gear. <laughs> yeah, or back in the day, you know, guys like Kane and stuff. <coughs> he can't come out in the jeans and a jacket. Oh yeah, he can't. Yeah, good good <laughs> point. Guys, good but, point. Certain guys just can't. Uh, so, anyways, Riddle comes out, but he's still outnumbered, and uh, <laughs> Drew ends up power bombing Gunther through the announce table, though. So he was okay. Yeah, so he's okay. That match is gonna slap, <laughs> though. Literally and figuratively. I mean, it has it has me um, match of the year written all over it, though, too, in that same way. Yeah, I mean, I'm already penciling it in four point five star minimum. Oh, we don't count. We don't me. count. Oh, we only count <laughs> fives here. I mean, no, yeah. I'm just saying my expectation. It'll probably be a five. It could easily be a five. Okay. Well, we'll talk. Anyways. We'll talk about that more next week. Yeah. Let's go to the final segment. You had Finn Balor and Seth Rollins come out for the contract signing for their world title match at SummerSlam. Uh, the crowd's just singing Seth's theme song the whole the whole way through. He signs the contract right away. And he knows what's going to happen at SummerSlam. I'll beat your ass. The world will sing my song, but if somehow you do beat me, your world title reign is going to be even shorter than your universal title reign because your boy Priest will be right there to cash in. and SummerSlam won't be the coronation of Judgment Day. It'll be the end. Finn signs the contract, says Judgment Day runs raw now, and the rest of Judgment Day appear around the ring so Seth flips the table starts swinging Priest hits him with the money in the bank thinks about cashing in for a second but then Finn looks at him and that's when Sami Zayn runs out with a chair uh, starts wailing away Kevin Owens he was hurt earlier so he's not here but Sami gets overwhelmed they beat him down uh, and they go back to Seth Priest hits a razor's edge Dominic hits a frog splash Finn hits a coup de gras. So a big triple whammy. Seth is down. Judgment Day. Stand tall to end the show. Stand tall to end the show. I'm feeling, uh, I don't know about you, Mike. I'm feeling confident for Finn Balor's chances here. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm, and I'm hopeful. You know, this, this really is the time. If he loses this one, I don't think there's any coming back. He's had a couple chances. He needs to win this world title. He needs to. I think you're right. And Seth has been champ for over two months now. I think that's a good amount of time. The, ti yeah, the time is need, right. Not every reign needs to be a year. You can have little ones here and there. You know, even when Finn wins, he can lose it back, you know, in a couple months. Or Seth, is still, Seth, Seth is still so fucking hot. Exactly. It doesn't it matter. It will not hurt him in any way, shape, or form. But, so, yeah, that was raw. Yeah, that's how the show closes out. Oh, sorry, that's how the first half of the show closes out, rather, and probably time that we take a break. All right, we'll be back. We take a break. We'll come back the whole second of the show. NXT, of course, we're talking Dynamite. Stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother, yeah. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through the break. It's time to move on to the second half of the show. Of course, we're just five days 
before the Great American Bash. Of course, that is coming up this weekend. We have a lot. We are scrambling over here on NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. After the shocking events of last week's title change, the 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 gold the gold brand, gold and black. They're just gold now. Uh, I think it's gold and black again. The black and gold brand. Well, remember we had the whole team black and gold versus team 2.0. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But either way, NXT. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. As you were saying, new North American champ Dominic. He comes out with Rhea, just bragging again about Judgment Day running WWE, and you know Dominic winning the title finally brings respect to the Mysterio name. So lots of boos. Wesley interrupts. He hates seeing his title in Dominic hands after all the hard work he did. Over 200 days as champ. He wants a rematch. But then Mustafa Ali comes out, uh, calls Dominic a cheat, says it was supposed to be me versus Wesley for the title at the bash, but he dropped the ball, and so they start arguing, and uh, Dominic's like, all right, this is between you two. I don't care. I'll fight you both at the Great American Bash. So uh, that's exactly what we're going to get. <laughs> that's exactly what we're going to get, baby. We're doing one of these these PLEs, as we call them. I also heard uh, today that Peacock, the, 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 the service in which you can buy, you can find the PLEs on, um, has lost $1.96 billion this year. So... <laughs> Do with that information whatever you want, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, that that's all that that is the information. That's all I'm saying. Well, our first match, you got Schism taking on Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, and Ilya Dragunov. Just a standard six man tag, nothing too crazy. Uh Dyad did hit a cool move. It was like a Power bomb into a code breaker to the back of the neck. And, uh, Joe Gacy tags in, but then these two hooded men show up with schism masks. They jump the barricade, knock the dyad off the apron. So Gacy's all alone. Dragonov sets up for Torpedo Moscow, but Carmelo tags himself in, hits nothing but net to uh, steal the pinfall for his team. To absolutely steal it. You said it right there. Trick, uh, Trick Williams uh, playing a big role in this kind of too. Obviously the, or you know, I think the the least advanced performer here out of these three guys, uh, but serving yeah. his role, taking that incidental contact. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he? yeah, ex- ex- excelling in his own right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we got Von Wagner taking on Javier Bernal. Just an easy squash win for Wagner, but then Braun Breaker shows up out of nowhere. Spears Wagner on the floor. Uh, smacks him with the chair. So. Not Von Breaker's Wagner. Just... Yeah. So, I don't know. He's, Maybe those two will square off. He's supposed to be our new favorite because we <laughs> saw the little promos, remember? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, then we got Gable Stevenson coming out. And he actually got a Gable chant for some reason from this crowd. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's from here. Anytime I hear somebody weird getting a chant, I assume they're from the area yeah. that Maybe, this is taking place in. 
In case we don't know, he introduces himself. I'm an Olympic gold medalist, two-time NCAA wrestling champ. Next year, I can go to the Olympics to try to become the first American to ever win back-to-back -back golds. Or I can go for a three-peat at the NCAA, or I can stay here in NXT. I'm pretty sure he's not allowed That's to go back to the NCAA. I just want to throw that out there. Probably. I think he's like 35. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. But anyways, Baron Corbin comes out says, yeah, you know, go try those other things. Because you stay here, you're going to flunk out. So, uh, Gable tells Corbin, oh, you just made my decision easier. And challenges Corbin to be his first opponent ever at the Great American Bash. And then he tosses Corbin around with a couple big suplexes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, I mean, <laughs> we always say Baron Corbin, he's like the gatekeeper. Your first feud's either with him or Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, heels. yeah we've said that before, <laughs> I guess. And uh, I guess we're just cool with Gable Steveson. Didn't I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, he certainly has some uh, some stuff in it. Like, if you could choose somebody with a sketchy past or a not sketchy past, who would you choose? Just like out first thought, gun to your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Okay. See what happens at the bash. I mean, you know, the Great American Bash—they love their patriotism, and he's an American gold medalist. So who knows? Yeah, that's a good point. I wouldn't cheer for him, but fuck it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Cora Jade takes on Dana Brooke. Comes out dressed as Catwoman here. and uh, We end up having a kendo stick match. Not on a pole, just a straight match. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> there's kendo sticks just scattered all over the place, but really there's no rules. You can use whatever the hell you want, but yeah, they just smack each other around. Uh, Cora Jade hits her double underhook DDT finisher, but Dana kicks out. Which is very surprising, and uh, yeah, so we just get some more chair shots, kendo shots, Kalani Jordan, Dana Brooks' mentor gives her a pink kendo stick, so uh, we end up piling the kendos on top of a chair, uh, Dana suplexes Cora onto it, and then Dana Brooke climbs the top rope, hits a swanton bomb, gets the win! Unbelievable upset. Well, I don't even know if it's an upset anymore. Like, ever since Cora Jade did that one uh, spot, she just hasn't been, like... has not been the same since. And <laughs> I, I don't think she... But I mean... There, I mean, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Dana Brooke is the, is the reason. There's not Cora. Just, of course. I mean, yeah. Dana Brooke beating anyone that's not Tamina, I think, is an upset. <laughs> just Dana Brooke winning. Uh, but that's... Yeah. No, but I think that's exactly it. When Cora Jade falls into that line of... You know, NXT mediocrity. The women's division has popped here in NXT, and it really felt like she was going to be the leader there. But between Roxanne Perez, now Tiffany Stratton, I mean, hell, even the uh, the Gigi Dolan, uh, JC Jane thing, that that at least held our yeah. attention for a bit. But Cora Jade won, didn't she? And then immediately turn on Roxanne Perez, and she's done yeah, nothing since. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, no, she really did feel like one of the top two of the division, her and Roxanne. Especially because we were coming out of the, you know, the rebrand and new performers, young people that we don't know. It felt like just logically, but then the others, uh, other people in the same division just kind of superseded. Yeah, so 
surprising match, but you know, I gotta say, it was actually not that bad. Probably one of Dana Brooks' <laughs> best matches ever, even. Way to go, Dana. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, some tag action after that. We got the new guys, Bronco Nima, Lucian Prince taking on Tony D and Stax. Uh, then you had Scripps doing commentary. Axiom attacks him, so they end up running through the ring, causing a distraction. Tony and Stax take advantage, hit the bada bing to get the win. Bada bing, hey! You know, uh, I am worried though. <laughs> they they are, they are writing that fine line. I'm worried there is the um. They're called something like the Italian American Council for Representation in Television and Film. <laughs> they are the exact group who boycotts the Godfather or Goodfellas because of the negative Italian stereo um, Italian American stereotypes that it portray that it portrays. Um, oh, I only know I only know that this is a group of people because they, in particular, how I know them is because they boycotted uh, my favorite animated film about fish, Shark Tale. <laughs> <laughs> what is Shark Why is one of the sharks? Have you not seen Shark Tale? It, Finding oh, Nemo. Know. Is that the one with Jack Black? Finding Nemo can suck a dick. Does Shark Tale have Jack Black? Is he the shark? <sighs> no. Oh, is he the. He's the, like, the son who doesn't want to be in the family business shark, I think. No, Will <laughs> Smith is the main character. You got Angelina Jolie. Al Pacino plays the. Um. Or is it? To, yeah, he plays the the like head mafia shark. It's a mafia. It's the it's it's a mafia movie, but they're sharks instead of Italian Americans. And the Italian American Council had a problem with that. That, that that's that's where the story's going. Either way, um, I think uh, Hunter has to watch out. Yeah, I'm just worried he's going to suffer a similar fate. I don't think anyone's going to give a damn. Okay, well that's what <laughs> they said about these. Shark Tale. <laughs> And Shark Tale went on and came out and nothing happened, right? I mean, I think it was it's the best animated s- st- movie about fish, personally. <laughs> Between that and the other one? Between, I'm not even going to say its name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, we see some, uh, some footage of Roxanne Perez and Blair Davenport just getting into a big brawl at, at a convenience store, trashing the place. Very much an homage to the classic Stone Cold Booker T supermarket segment. Oh, yeah. Seen that. oh, I don't think I have. Yeah, it's just like a classic, classic crazy wild segment. They like paid a supermarket like 50 grand to do whatever they want. No, oh, really? And just destroy it? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Uh, Noam Dar and the Metaphor, his group. I don't know. This whole segment. I don't even. There's nothing for me to even. The whole thing was dumb. Dar's sitting in a wheelchair pretending he's in a coma. They give him a fake Heritage Cup. The real. I don't know. Everything with the Heritage Cup, I just don't care about. Yeah, it's weird because it's like a. It's like a trophy. It's like a cup. Yeah. And. Yeah. I don't know. The whole segment, I don't care. I don't like this whole group. I can't even tell you their names. Uh, So, whatever. I mean, I don't know half the names here. Yeah. Uh, we got a little training montage, Rocky style, for Thea Hale. She's running up and down the streets. We got the highlights. Uh, she's ready to become the youngest woman champion in history. 
And it feels like every single week we're setting a new record for youngest something of something. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, certainly is a young, a young person's game. This in the wrestling world. Too. Yeah, it, it, well, it, you will, no, young and forty plus. I mean, yeah, I guess any age really. But I mean, they, they no, the, start the, those in their th- those in their thirties are floundering. But if you're exactly. younger <laughs> than twenty five or over forty, you are peaked. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Rhea Ripley gets in on the action against Lyra Valkyria, and Lyra, Lyra does pretty well here. Gets a bunch of moves in, surprises Rhea a bit. Uh, she goes for a drop kick through the ropes, but Dominic shoves Rhea out of the way, takes the hit, and then Lyra jumps off the apron, hits a hurricane run to the floor, uh, and then back in the ring, Lyra hits a wicked DDT, spikes Rhea down hard, so Lyra's looking real good, hits a frog splash, but Rhea kicks out, so Lyra goes for a springboard, but Rhea boots her in the face out of midair, and then hits the riptide, that gives the win to the talented Miss Ripley. And uh, good match. Good showing by Lyra. She can be a player here. Rhea even grabs her after. Grabs her right by the face and says, prove me right. Go beat JC Jane. So a little bit of respect. Mentorship. Oh, yeah. Mentorship. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. So cool to see. But... uh, Final part of the show. Trick Williams comes out. He wants to fight with Dragonov. So Dragonov comes out. They start brawling. Uh, some big German suplexes on the floor. Dragonov just beating the shit out of him. Chops, elbows, the torpedo Moscow. Trick is down. Dragonov picks him up to hit another torpedo. That's when Carmelo jumps in, takes the bullet. So Dragonov just squats over top of him and says, He's a man of honor. And loyalty, which is rare these days. So hold on to that friendship because after Sunday, it's all you'll have left. Dragonov stands tall to end the show. Yeah, Dragonov was not only standing tall, but standing strong in his, uh, yeah, you know, the way, the way he holds the belt, the way he commands himself, the way his little bit of facial hair is, grow- <laughs> is growing in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it could be. It might be too soon. It might not be too soon. But does he win this weekend? I mean, he's. I think he. If he's not going to win now, when's he ever going to win? He's already had a couple. Of times. Yeah, I wonder what the shortest NXT Championship reign was. Um, you know, I mean, I think yeah, Carmelo Hayes is. I guess yeah. No, we had like fucking Ziggler or something yeah, for like two. Carmelo or three would weeks. not be the shortest. Yeah, he definitely. He's fine. I'd be. I mean, I like Dragonov, so I'd be happy with him winning. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah, you never know. You never know. That was the entirety of the episode of NXT. That'll all play out here at uh, Great American Bash. We have one more show here to cover, and of course, we're talking about Dynamite, AEW, All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Too sweet. Live from Albany, New York, the home of uh, this is this is MJF territory, I guess. I gotta assume anything in the New York, New Jersey area is MJF territory. <laughs> this was also the uh, 200th yeah, episode much. of Dynamite, by the way. 200. 
Was it this week or I thought next week I, they were hyping it? Maybe it was. Oh, week. I thought it was okay. Maybe okay. I, I I thought I remembered it being this week, but I could be wrong. They were definitely talking about the number two hundred. Okay, but it might have been. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we'll we'll find out. Doesn't really matter. It wasn't like it was treated as a special episode or anything. No, just normal TV. Uh, yeah. So we start off with what we do many weeks: Orange Cassidy defending the international title. This time against A.R. Fox. Uh, so someone in the crowd had a, a flag with the Star Fox logo, but it just said A.R. Fox. So oh, that's cool. I thought that was cool. I didn't see that. <laughs> but anyway, though, the match was good, as pretty much every title match Cassidy has had. is uh, so All, all record-breaking number of them. Yeah, pretty much everyone has been entertaining and you know, Fox, he's flashy, he's high flying, he's got the crowd going, he's flipping to the floor, getting some near falls. Uh he hits a springboard flan Spanish fly and then a big DDT. Cassidy fights back though. He fakes the orange punch, which makes Fox drop down, and then Cassidy applies the mousetrap pin, gets the three, retains the belt. For the for the what 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 was the record for the twenty second time maybe twenty six twenty seven wow yeah he's up there hmm. I mean it's his record he's the guy best champion yeah. we are is is uh, Orange Cassidy putting himself in, in big contention I think for the best champion shooty oh absolutely yes and then after the match he shows respect he puts the sunglasses on Fox. But Fox does not return the sentiment. He crushes the glasses, hits a massive punch to Orange Cassidy. Uh, then Darby comes out. He's like, what the fuck, man? And then John Moxley shows up. It's Cassidy with a lariat. Death Rider. So I don't know. What the hell's going on here? Death Rider. Yeah. A lot of, there was a lot of, a lot of moving parts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Moxley-Cassidy thing, that could be interesting. If they go in that direction for a title match. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the Blackpool Combat Club isn't sniffing any gold right now. Yeah, I mean, other than Claudio. And the I Ring guess, of Honor Championship is distinctly Florida. silver. What I'm saying is gold. <laughs> I'm talking gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new FTW champ, Jack Perry, comes out for an interview He's got orange and black gear to match the title, and Taz's old colors, and his shirt says, I beat Hook. So he's really milking this thing. And uh, Yeah, Jack says, this title was created in a second-class company, but now that I have it, it's become relevant. He insults Taz and ECW, which brings out ECW alum Jerry Lynn. Not sure how old he is now, but... Uh, <laughs> Not sure how old he is is a great way yeah. to describe somebody. <laughs> but he says there wouldn't be a Jungle Boy without C ECW, and yep, I'm not sure about that. I mean, Jungle Boy is not really an extreme type wrestler. He's kind of a, you know, he's a WWE WCW guy. I don't think he doesn't strike me as an ECW. Well, guy. just but he's wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Jerry Lynn ends up challenging Jack, and he accepts. So I don't know. Is this going to be a match, or is he just going to pull someone else? Yeah, I feel like, does him. Jerry Lynn have somebody like on his team 
or uh, yeah. you know maybe a, a new is there a new signing type of guy out there somewhere that we can think of maybe maybe so- Rob Van Dam gonna show up for a week I don't know yeah you know it, it is it's <laughs> either gonna be somebody ECW related or yeah I feel like it's got to be somebody to do with ECW if they're gonna do this whole thing I don't know hmm. either way next match we had Pac taking on Gravity which I feel like they booked just so they could make as many jokes as they could about. I mean, pack. yeah, the, the, j- the man, the gravity forgot the jokes write themselves. <laughs> yeah. He's been beating gravity for years and, uh, he does it once again. I mean, gravity with a name like that, you know what to expect. He's doing some Lucha Libre high flying stuff, some cool flips and everything. But, uh, pack ends up hitting a top rope brain buster and then puts him in the brutalizer. Gravity submits. Pack wins. <laughs> Gravity submits to Pack. <laughs> yeah, as it does every time. As it, as it does every time. Uh, I'm worried. <laughs> you know, after Pack came back, you're when when Pack came back, you're just counting down the days for him to leave again. For another six <laughs> for another six to eight yeah. months. So let's uh, needs, let's get the show on the I'm road. I'm Tony Khan. I'm like, listen, buddy. I'll buy you a house. You just got to live here in the States. I'll move your whole family over here. (laughs) Tickets to Jacksonville Jaguars games. (laughs) Whatever you need. Travel Uh, to and from. Yeah. Anyways, we go backstage. Adam Cole, MJF, cut a promo on FTR. Max says he's going to punch Dak so hard he'll have to spit out CM Punk's jockstrap. And... Yeah, we're going to win these tag titles. Adam Cole wants to be honest with Max. Uh, you know, this this tag team isn't about the title. It's become about the friendship and how much it means to me. You got nothing to worry about. Last week when I handed you the world title, I was just giving it to you. You're, you're not just a close friend. You're becoming my best friend. And MJF says, you know, I appreciate that. Win, lose, or draw. After Saturday, I want you to know. I'm giving you a world title rematch because I know how much it means to you. That's when Roddy Strong comes running up and angrily shoves Max, says he's still just going to turn on you, Cole. And Cole says, Max, give me a minute. Him and Roddy. And Cole just says, Roddy, I love you like a brother, but you're acting insane. You're pushing me away. And, um, yeah, if you, if you don't trust me, you <laughs> need to trust me if you want to be my friend. Just you, some, yeah, man. You need to trust me if you want to be my friend. Yeah, that was a funny couple funny lines he said. Yeah, there's like an Roddy, a, there's like there's like a 45 minute or hour plus compilation of all the MJF Adam Coldness happening. <laughs> and that's just from a few weeks. And that's just from a few weeks of television. Right. We'll see who's right. I mean, I think we're we're all enjoying that. I don't want this coal. MJF team to end on Saturday. It's been going too well. <sighs> Maybe Roddy's the one who turns. Roddy turns. Adam turns on MJF. Can MJF hold two championships at once? <laughs> he could. But I don't know. We'll find out on Saturday. FTR did a little response. They don't want any goofiness. They just want to beat the shit out of MJF. Yeah, classic FTR. Classic. We don't want any. No flips, just tricks, right? (laughs) Yeah. 
Then we get Swerve Strickland taking on Darby Allen in a pretty good match. And uh, yeah, outside the ring, Swerve runs. He jumps off the steel steps, hits Darby in the back of the head with a huge kick. Uh, and then later on, Darby goes for the Last Supper pin. Swerve just barely kicks out. And then, I guess the craziest spot of the match, Darby does his usual suicide dive through the ropes, flips around, nearly lands right on his head. But, I mean, he, you know, Darby doesn't care. Dar Darby doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, so he goes for another suicide dive, but this time Swerve kicks him midair. And then he hits a Swerve stomp, but Darby kicks out. And then a crazy spot where Darby, or Swerve, lifts up Darby on his shoulders. They're on the middle rope. He jumps off, hits a Death Valley driver onto the apron. So that got a big holy shit chant. And then on the outside, Prince Nana distracts the referee. A hooded man runs up, slams Darby into the ring post. Swerve follows up with the JML driver to get the win. And then afterwards, we reveal the hooded man. Turns out to be A.R. Fox. He grabs a skateboard, nails Darby with it, and then smacks the 18-year-old Nick Wayne in the face. So Why'd you have to say a, a, the 18-year-old Nick Nick Wayne? Because <laughs> it makes it sound like more Makes it crime. sound more devastating. <laughs> Although, technically, yeah. it's not a crime. I think assault is still a crime. Okay. It's just not assault on a minor. <laughs> I mean, assault I mean every, everything we're watching here is a crime, Mike. <laughs> it's all a crime. <laughs> well, you know, sanctioned. You know, fights can be sanctioned, but outside of a match with a weapon. Yeah, the Nevada Gaming Commission is really uh, coming down hard on some of these fucking drug tests, eh, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Next up, yeah. Brian Cage in action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don Callis still been trying to recruit Jericho. Backstage, he presents him with a painting of the two of them. And uh, later on, the Jericho Appreciation Society go into Jericho's locker room. They see the painting on the wall. They don't like where this is going, and they call him out. Say, Jericho's selfish. We spend all this time appreciating you. You don't appreciate us. And then one by one, they, one by one, they just all walk out on him. Yeah, slowly. That was fun. I like it. Some character development, and you know they're right. The group has been almost all about Jericho. So, like all the iterations of the group, whether it's the the Jericho Appreciation or the uh, what was the one before it, Inner Circle. Yeah, Inner Circle. All yeah. the iterations are all Jericho focused. Mm hmm. So they make a good point. See what Jericho decides to do. But let's go to the token women's match. Britt Baker versus Taya Valkyrie. And this one was not... This was rough. <laughs> Fucking weird, eh? Yeah. Pretty rough. I think Britt's dealing with some sort of ailment. Uh, yeah, she was a little sloppy. I guess the really botched part was when Taya... Went for the road to Valhalla. Yeah, she fucking slipped yeah. out of it. Something or I don't know who it was. Like, yeah, someone went too early. Like Britt might have dropped too early, and then she just kind of sat down. Did not look happy about it, but these things happen. At least they didn't, you know, just try it right again. They moved on. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Taya just pounds away on Britt. 
Brent hits a ripcord elbow, but Taya kicks out at one. Your favorite kick out. But, uh... But no, this was yeah. no fucking Kenny Omega. <laughs> it honestly, was, it's it honestly it's Kenny Omega there kicking was no out at one. There's Kenny Omega <laughs> kicking out at one, and then there is everybody else kicking out at one. <laughs> He's the king of yeah, it. Yeah, so it did not get the pop that no. uh, yeah Kenny got. No, course, but Britt ends up hitting the Panama Sunrise or the Pittsburgh Sunrise, if you will. But Valkyrie kicks out of that. She hits Britt with a spear, goes for another road to Valhalla, but Britt counters into the lockjaw. Valkyrie submits. But, yeah, the whole match was pretty rough. Yeah, it just felt rough. It felt bad. Um, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to do about the women's division Feels here. Feels like, yeah. I mean, Jamie losing Jamie Hayter was a big blow. She really leapt over Britt, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Britt hasn't had a big match. or a really Since her Thunder Rosa stuff. Time. Pretty much, yeah. She's and and where's Thunder Ro- and Thunder Rosa still injured, but coming back soon? I know she's doing like Spanish commentary on, or maybe she's coming yeah, back soon. I don't know. And we, uh, yeah, didn't, yeah. Either way, yeah, she's dealing with something, but she should be back hopefully soon. But you know, and. When when does AEW develop their performance center? Because honestly, like I think that when it comes to the women's division, a women's division specifically, I think that's the fucking difference maker right there. Like, look at the best, look at the best women on the planet, look at the best performers on the planet. They're all they all came out of the PC in yeah, some exactly. way, shape, or form. And of course, there's going to be greats who have not, but the most fucking did, <clears throat> like directly from yeah. that system. Uh, yeah. you know, in that particular respect, yes, it is great. You know, there have been some great male performers to come out of the performance center, of course. However, I think there have been more great female performers to come out of the performance center. AEW needs a performance center. That's what I'm saying. They do. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, especially when there's only one woman's match a week, some people are going to go over a month without getting a single match in and <sighs> How are you going to improve? Yeah, exactly. That's what it is, uh, right? I mean, you know, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Cody Rhodes even said when he was in AEW, he felt like he was getting rustier because he didn't wrestle as often as he did before. Oh, yeah. But, like with without the um, like house shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, the funniest part was after the match, the camera zooms in right on a sign in the crowd that said, book the women's division better. It's like they didn't even notice. They probably just saw the sign said something about the women's division. And then yeah, I don't think you need to book them. They zoomed I, right in on it. But honestly, I, I, you know, I think it's one of those things. If you were to do like almost tryouts to make it on the talent show, you know, tryouts before the big show, you know, I think it's a lot of the a lot of the performers <laughs> on the women's side like wouldn't make the cut. I think you know, it's it's about improving the 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 group that you have. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean. Yeah, the the booking still as well. Like, there's very few. Like, there's not even any storylines right now. The Outcast thing, that's done. Yeah, why is Tony that Stone done? Doesn't really have a title challenger. I mean, it's only done because Jamie Hader got hurt. They never really finished. Yeah, it. and and there wasn't really a plan to move on because there's no like after Jamie Hader. It was like, oh, who's after that then? Uh, uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> exactly. I think they're just waiting for her to get back so she can beat Tony for the title again and. Who knows? Tony Khan needs to figure that shit out. Figure it out, Tony. 
Anyways, let's do the main event. John Moxley, Claudio taking on the Lucha Brothers, taking on the best friends. Triple threat tag match. Uh, yeah, as I said earlier, you know, nice to see the Lucha Brothers back after their little tour in Ring of Honor. Yeah, like you said, yeah, they were exiled to Ring of Honor. <laughs> you know, one of your best teams in the company, so <laughs> good to have them back. Uh, but yeah, triple threat, just chaos. Everyone's brawling all over the place. Uh, Chuck Taylor with a big swanton off the stage. Um, and yeah, everyone's got their moments. The best friends with a nice duel spiking pile drivers on the Nucha Brothers for a near fall. Then the combat club gets in control. Claudio looks ready to hit the recola bomb when Orange Cassidy comes out. Looking to get some revenge for what Moxley did earlier. So Moxley goes after him. They brawl all around the ring. Back in the ring, Trent hits Claudio with the crunchy. Makes the cover, but Claudio's not the legal man. Ah, fuck. When has an AW yeah. official cared about the legal man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't know who was legal either, so it's an easy mistake. Yeah. Uh, Good. Go I'm glad somebody's figuring it out. Yeah. That's the ref's one job. At least he didn't fuck that part up, but. <laughs> what, what, was it Bryce? Legal. Was it Bryce Ramsburg? I think it was Bryce. Uh, good. Did he win you back maybe a little bit? Uh, he's still he's still sketchy, man. <laughs> sketchy. I mean, yeah, Paul that's Turner the word to describe. That's the word to describe uh, Bryce Ramsburg. He's yeah. sketchy. For me, senior official Paul Turner and Aubrey Edwards are the best. They're the best two in the company. Oh yeah, I I seen senior <laughs> official. Thank you for saying senior official Paul Turner. By the I way, I mean he deserves it. He's the only. I can't. I'm think just of saying. A thank, time I'm just saying. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I'm saying thank him for his service. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wears those stripes with honor. Uh, so, anyways, Pentagon. With he's the honor. legal man. With honor, who we came? Bryce Ramsburg just came off of a shift from fucking Foot Locker. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. It looks like it. Anyways, Penta. He's the legal man. He hits Trent with the fear factor. Gets the three. So Lucha Brothers win. And then we just continue. They keep brawling after, and we go off the air with, yeah, just more chaos. Yeah, with the brawl heading off. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, average episode of Dynamite, you know, I think in-ring, in-ring was great, except for that women's side, excited to see what happens with Jericho, and then, of course, uh, whatever the all-in, uh, whatever actually happens from all-in. Yeah, no, this, uh, this tag title match on Saturday, I think, will play a big part, because if we do get the breakup, I think it's safe to say Cole and MJF will either be at all in or all out one or the other <laughs> they're either going to the be all in or all out when the time comes yeah, yeah that's exactly one right. or the other or maybe they win the belts lose them at all out that's the turn and then a week later they fight it all in who knows that'd be cool but yeah mjf is now mjf is sitting at uh he he's approaching the upper echelon of aw champion uh reigns yeah at, at <coughs> coming up on we're, we're we're sneaking up on 300 days now Wow. Uh, yeah, I could see him being the first man to reach a year. Yeah, Ken, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny was the closest we got. We got about a week off. And yeah. uh, Max, he won it in November. Yeah, like beginning of November. Yeah, so like three, four months away, I guess. Okay. He can make it. Got to survive two more pay per views, and he'll be there. 
Yeah, he doesn't wrestle on weekly television. He just has to survive a couple couple pay per views, and he'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be fine. Well, that was all the in ring action that we have. I guess we have time for one more thing. That's of course the wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week. Mike, what amazed you this week? What had you in awe? <laughs> um, I mean, it was, yeah, there was nothing quite like last week. There was no five-star match. But, uh, you know, as I said earlier, I gave you that fun fact. So I'll give it to the man who main evented every show of the week last week, Dominic Mysterio. Two title defenses, too, back-to-back within a week of winning the title. The man... Is on a roll. Biggest heel in all of wrestling. Wow. Yeah, Mike, let's do it. Unanimous. Wrestler of the week. Fucking dirty fucking Dom. Wow. Just remember where he was a year ago. He was nothing. <laughs> you know, he wasn't. Yeah, he. I mean, Judgment he, Day as well. He was just kind of like uh, his uh, the Patsy. You know, kind of like just the guy who was there. Yeah. You know, and and we yeah. we the guy to make fun of, the guy to take the loss, so Rey Mysterio doesn't actually take the loss. And now look at this; <laughs> he is one of the most over stars in the fucking company. He is over. Yeah. Hell yeah. God damn it. God. Love to see it. Yeah, fucking damn it. You do love to see that sort of thing here on the Street Bros Wrestling Podcast. That is all the time that we have for this show that, uh, this week, folks. Thanks for listening. Of course, rate, review, like, subscribe. The show's everywhere. Back next week, uh, previewing what will be the big, the big moment, as they're calling it. Of course, we're talking SummerSlam, Tribal Warfare. I truly cannot wait. And then even after that, a few hours from our eyes beholding SmackDown Live ourselves. That's right. Yeah. Going to be, yeah, fun way to close out the summer. Some big shows. Yeah, it's just, it's on the horizon. It could not get any closer. Uh, And here we are. Thanks, you, everybody. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. And, Mike, you take care of yourself. All right. See you next time.